beautiful moon I'm crashed by the turn of our ocean tide Head into the world, see what I find And that is exactly what I was doing And I felt it I felt that I was embarking on this journey of freedom That I needed to go on so badly Because I had never been free I didn't know what it felt like to be free. I felt that I had been imprisoned, whether it's self-imprisonment or prisoner of circumstance or both, is up to interpretation. And I was still not free, but I felt like I was embarking on it. I had made the decision selfishly concerning other people in my life and whatnot to get that place for nine months before doing something that I knew was going to be very hard on me, which was leaving Los Angeles, you know, where I was born and raised in LA. Bye. Bye to the place that everyone in the world wants to be. I'm leaving now. I'm going to Palm Desert, (laughs) which is not a bad place to be, by the way. But um, anyway, I I felt like I was embarking on this um, space of freedom. And as well, I had just started up communication again with this man (laughs) who... uh, (laughs) who I, I can't say I can't I can't call him the love of my life anymore because now I, I that was the romanticized version okay now I understand that that is not true and that that probably doesn't even is, exist anyway but at the time you could call this man one of two things the love of my life or the bane of my existence both would be true both would not okay so I had just started communications up with him again after years which you know I, I at this point had known this man for 17 years, I suppose. And it it had been rather, uh, what's the word? Maybe you could call it tumultuous. For me, it was certainly tumultuous. He might not know my name. I don't know. But the point is, for me, this was something that I had needed to really face for quite some time. Because when the break in communication really had started, due to each of us being in relationships, is usually, eh, not really what it had to do with, but it definitely tied in, it factored in, let's just say. So anyway, here we were, we were both single. I, and, you know, I had just embarked on being alone in Malibu and we had just started up communications again. And it became clear that I was going to go see him. I was going to go travel to where he was and I was going to see him. I might add that as the only reason, the only reason that I got one Johnson & Johnson shot against every fiber. I Misinformation. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't care. I just know the only thing in the world that could have made me, not the only thing, but just about the only thing that could have made me put one of those vaccines in my arm was this man. <laughs> and he did insist upon it. And I did get it. And then two days later, the Johnson & Johnson shot was recalled for uh, women in my exact age group. And, I, you know, for blood clots or whatnot, I, I had an emotional breakdown. But here's the bottom line. Whatever saves lives, whatever endangers lives, I had to face this man. Okay, I could not... I I wasn't living. I could not go on living. There was no way that I was going to go another 17 years. Like, I needed to fucking face this shit, and I needed to do it, like, immediately. So anyway, here I am, and we're, you know, sexting a bit. No, just kidding. Uh, Okay, but so we were having some fun text conversations, and it was just clear, like, here we go again, you know? And so we started making plans for me to travel there, but I could already tell just in the amount of time from, you know, I, oh, by the way, I, I, I basically like beat the system because my age group, I, 
might add, this man is significantly older than I. Oh, just like 30 years. Not not as much as his last girlfriend, which was a 40-year age gap. <laughs> what can I say? The guy's a stud. But anyway, okay, so I, my age group was not even yet allowed to get this vaccine, right? Because if you recall, it was for... Uh, elderly people and then people that are, you know, immunocompromised and this and that, which I have none of these things. So I actually pulled strings like a druggie, okay? <laughs> like a druggie. <laughs> I should say a druggie <laughs> pulling strings. That would be me uh, to slip in, you know, slip in and get the J&J shot. Of course, it was the J&J shot because that one, if you remember, you only had to get one shot, one shot pop, right? Or whatever. And that's what I wanted because I needed to get to this man as soon as humanly possible. And by the way, our history had been usually like, you know, doesn't respond to my text. I can't say I would call him often, but doesn't respond to my text for, you know, whatever, six months, four months, who knows? You just, you just don't know. And then when he finally would, it would be call and be like, get on a plane right now. And what would I do? I'd get on a plane. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the history. I, or, or drop everything I'm doing and meet him at this restaurant or, which would sometimes not be open. So it would be like in the middle of the day and the restaurant wouldn't be open and you'd go in and he'd be by himself there in the corner, like with a martini waiting for you. Dirty, of course, gray goose. And there'd be like a candelabra. I, I do recall one time a candelabra on the table at uh, Dantana. <laughs> yeah. So the, the what I mean is that it's easy to get swept up in these kind of things, right? So I digress, which is why I usually write a script, but nobody's listening anyway. So I guess I like to hear myself talk, especially because I haven't been talking to many people at all lately. So here it's just pouring out on out of me. Here I am, uh, you know, dropping everything. So the two weeks, it's like, okay, it's going to be two two weeks before this J&J shot supposedly is effective in my arm and I can jump on a plane to go see him and pull every string in the world to get there and be there like in exactly the fashion that he is, you know, uh, summoning me or whatever. And during that two-week time when the emotional meltdown was happening because of the recall of the J&J shot and all this stuff, during that time, I could already see that he had not changed, meaning it was already, oh, God, crazy-making, crazy-making. Okay, I can't look back at the text conversations because I know I'm a crazy-maker, too, and I probably, even though he's very cringy, like very cringeworthy, I might be more cringeworthy. So I, I always have to say... You know, where this man is concerned and anyone else, shit, man, you were dealing with me. So no matter what, you get a gold star. So I, I do need to preface this with that. But the crazy making was already starting. Like, here I am. I'm paying for the flight. There, in the beginning, he was he was sending limos and getting my hair done for me and like taking me and shopping and, and providing the plane tickets and all this. In the beginning, that <laughs> changed. <laughs> A lot, right? So here I am, like catering to his everything, trying to plan this trip and fly out, and then I, across the country, pretty much, you know. Uh, as we're in the process of planning this trip, I, he's already not responding to me. He's already like turning into vapor. Like it, it's already, I can just tell his communicate. I can just already tell this is going to be more of a mind fuck, right? So during that space is when this lovely, normal, <laughs> really normal, egoless, just 
down-to-earth, cool dude, very talented musician. I've come to know him now. I mean, this is when I was first meeting him, but this is a human being that has extreme musical talent, but that dives into it for the purpose and pure passion of music. He's not set out to, like, you know, self-aggrandize or uh, make some huge name for himself or get tons of followers. Like, he really is doing it for the music, is what I, what I came to find. So I got so lucky for this track to, you know, come through the ethers of the internet into my earbuds. As soon as I started listening to it, the words and the melody came out, and it was, you know, pertaining to this relationship that I had just left and loved so deeply with a soulmate of mine in Laurel Canyon, in my environment that was home to me, and I'm in this beautiful new space, and I'm finally facing this obsession that's been haunting me for years. Everybody. 